Hello, welcome to your co-wife podcast. Your co-wife podcast is for young Christian women who are on a beautiful journey as wives, mothers, and professionals who are not ashamed to pattern their lives by God's word. This is for every woman who is ready to learn, share, and navigate through every season of her life. This is our very first episode, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you for joining me. I have two amazing guests, Mrs. A and Mrs. Paula. And it's such a privilege to have you guys here. Thank you so much for making our time. And we're going to be talking about something interesting. And just go right into it. Happily ever after navigating marriage expectations. And first of all, I'll just say, can you just tell me how long you've been married for? I'll go with Mrs. A. You go first. So hi, Susan. Thank you for having me. Uh, first episode, this is going to be really exciting. Uh, so how long have I been married for? Eight months. I believe I'm the baby of this podcast today. I'm here to learn some young years. Jack, I'll say that. I'm real to the build up. Thank you. Welcome on the one. So yeah, it's eight months. Thank you. Okay. Miss Volandero, how many years? Give it to us. Hi, Susan. All right. Thank you for having me here. Such an honor. Thank you so To much. be among the pioneers of this. So um, I do not take it for granted. Yeah. So I have been married for 11 years. Okay. Counting. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, how do they say Rendo, right? Rendo. Am I correct? <laughs> Mixed up the language. So let's go right into it. Happy ever after. At me. Movie. Yes. Yeah, hold on. So how long have you been married for? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been married for four years, just four years, you know, still, you know, four years. Yeah. I, know my I see them. Four years is not just so. It's some time, some time. It's been amazing four years. Chili. Fair? Yes. I'm blushing right now. Okay, let's go right into the thing. So, what's about happily ever after? Um, navigating marriage expectations. So, I definitely had expectations before I got married, and then when I got married, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. But that is a aspect, and we're just going to touch on them as much as possible. So, uh, first, um, I would start with treasure. I'll call you treasure just so that I don't keep mixing your name. Alright, thank you. So um there's this talk about honoring honeymoon phase and real life. So is there anything like honeymoon phase? Do you think this was real or it's just a myth? And then how do you now navigate through that phase and come into your real life? You know that whole gist about honeymoons. We speak for some time and after a while, you're not getting to the real marriage. What do you think about that phrase? Uh, thank you, Susan. So I don't, you know, 
And I still be in my honeymoon phase, so I don't know if I'm the one to actually accept this. I'm still fresh. But I can that um, I'm in a phase that I thought would come later than sooner. And I know you both know what I mean. So it was like yeah. an eye opener, like, okay, we are in it now. We are in it. We are beginning to feel how we are supposed to feel. But uh-huh. I think that it was easier because my husband and I discussed everything, like everything. So nothing shocked me, even though I didn't get to experience all the discussions. But I had an understanding of, okay, if this happens, what do we do? If this doesn't happen, what do we do? We discussed everything. So nothing is pretty new, but I totally agree. I think the first few months, your heads are still in the clouds. You're still loving Dobby, all that stuff. And then when you settle into life, you're chasing work. Everybody is trying to get to work in the morning. Everybody is doing what they're doing. Yeah, finances, you're thinking of like goals for the next five years, you're chasing stuff and thinking where should the money go. Your eyes are clear. You mm-hmm. But I think that once you discuss it, it's like this is what we're going to do. By the time it comes to the ground, that's your buying this. So one day yeah. by the time I go oh, day, no. this is how I was going to mandate it and head. Yeah. So you might forget what you said because you know it's easier to say I'll do this, I'll do that. By the time you sleep, first of all, you forget all things that you do. But you can hold each other accountable to say, okay, babe, this is what we said we're going to do. If this comes up, this is how we discuss we're going to do things. And I think that documenting also helps. So if you write things down and you get to be in that place, you can say, okay, let's check back what we thought was best for this situation. Even if you need to make adjustments, you have that you already have a plan or nothing shocks you because nobody will hear that it came to us as a shock the last guy you know man really hasn't planned for it <laughs> so yeah, yeah. i think that it's it's not really a myth once you get into it first you're still even doing breakfast in bed you're still doing yeah, you know. you're calling each other five times a day doing work ah but now you're like oh, oh, oh. is it me <laughs> don't realize it did as well that kind of thing and doing that you definitely find a balance one day i'm fresh so my head my head is still in the clouds i think and that then mrs bradley she shared with you every year's part yeah i think before she goes ahead i'd like to say that so for you mrs a you feel that there is actually demarcation there's some sort of honeymoon phase and then real life begins to set i totally agree with me Oh, other part. Well, I think that it's an eye opener. Let's not wound. Let's call it when it's fit. Let me calm down. I think that taking in open your eyes, like taking in, it's 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 a completely complete different level of responsibility. You are, you are not spending money you bargained for. You are doing tests. Yeah. You did not probably plan in your financial planning for the year. Everybody, when they get married, they say things like, oh, this first year, you know, we're just going to love upon each other. Well, you're doing things that can make people carry a baby. So if you carry a baby, happy birthday to you. No, you're going to be spending money that you've not planned for. You're going, you're going to be feeling lovey-dovey all the time, particularly for the woman. So you'd have imagined yeah. you pack breakfast, lunch, and dinner for him every day. And then by the time you take him, you're thinking, babe, I'm sorry. See? This is the place that I dropped to today, like a one who's to stay. 
then then I wash it today. I might not be able to do breakfast, lunch, you know, and I have to when I have to find something that works. But I think discussing it reduces the yeah. shock because the transition is very quick. Today you don't know that you've taken in or that something has changed. Or if you have someone that travels consistently, a lot of these things just snap you back to life sharp. But some people are made from the beginning or they don't talk about it. So I, I think that that's also like another part to look at. But yes. Yes, so baby will open your eyes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does open your eyes. Honestly. Thank you. Okay, so Mrs. Bladmiro, you go next. What do you think? What do you think? Okay, so uh, yeah, um, Treasure pretty much said a lot. And um, from what she said, one thing I like to deduce is communication. It's very, very key. It's key to having a successful marriage. And the communication doesn't start after you get married. It starts way, way, way before you even start dating or courting. I feel like when you already know someone and ladies, we pretty much know someone we are going to date. That's just the truth. We see someone and we already know in our heads, especially if the person is interested. We already know. So from that moment, you begin to have discussions that would, you know, help eventually. Because you already, you know how we have instincts. Our instincts are sharper than than that's those of the men, you know. So we begin to ask questions and likely we begin to 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 map out our way from there how our marriage is going to be like and that's where i see most young stars fail um i'd say it's courtship period is not a time to you know gallivant all around do all the date nights and all of those things press body and all of those things no it's a time for you to gather the knowledge you need about the other person that's when you will know if this person is going to be kind to you when you get married. That's when you know if this person is going to be generous to you when you get married. That's when you know if this person is going to be a good husband. Is going to help out when you're not feeling well at home with the house chores, with cooking and all of those kind of things, you know. So, honeymoon phase, everybody knows. But then again, it's not, it's usually not the same for everybody. There are some people that have terrible honeymoon seats. I know, I know of like two couples that honeymoon was when they even broke up. Like the marriage shattered. Just even before a month. Yes. They were like a month into it and everything crumbled, you know. So, for you to even have that at eight months, my darling, your head's your head is in the clouds. <laughs> uh, just kneel down there, just be thanking God, be rubber by. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, okay. So everybody is saying yes, the thing is different people, different folks, different strokes. For me, yeah. <laughs> So I think, I think uh, for me, my honeymoon phase was pretty short. I, I, it was, it was, it wasn't um, 
as I expected. Because I, I just met so many shockers, to be honest. So in my head, I expected in lovey dovey to be for a very long time. I expected more breakfast to be bed. Expected, you know, you know, like the world revolved around me. Wake up in the morning, oh no, the sunshine in my heart. I didn't get all that. <laughs> and then maybe at, at first, so so like um, Treasure is said, um, when real life sets in and so many challenges coming, and if they come in early, you're just sticking, you're just shocked. I think for me, I was more shocked than not being. I'm white dreaming, like, what's going on? This is not what I thought it was going to be. And this brings me to my next question. Usually, people have expectations based upon something so it's either hollywood either novels but do you think that most of our expectations are based off on these things majorly or is it just a personality thing what really forms our expectations as we know um so for me i read a lot of novels i watch a lot of korean movies Sorry, so I mean, he was the guy, one of them, right? He's loving like slumbo, all of that. But I think that what really managed my expectation the most were the marriages that were around me. So, marriages, like marriages of my parents, the marriage of my parents, the marriage of my godparents. So, I come from a lineage of any wife. So people that get married, average from 21, some of us are already married by 25. Most of the people from the community that I come from, they get married and I see the marriage flourish. So when I was discussing with my husband about my expectations, because I really wanted him to know what I, what I would like. And I mean, I'm said all of that like okay this is what i see this is what i like communication is huge for me and it's funny how nowadays communication is the underdog so you find people hoarding information from their partners as if it's a competition of who they are moving silence the walls and all of that and all worse stuff so i really put it on the table with my husband to say please sir it's key to me that if someone says something about you, I know it. I'm going to say, shut up, I know it. It doesn't matter how messy, quote and unquote, it is. I just want to know that I know you more than everyone else and I can vouch for you. So that was one of yeah. the conditions that I had. And I thought that I would feel in love every time. Shut up. Now, it's not true. They're not going to feel every time. Like, you're going to love the person actually, but you're not going to feel. I, I, the address I've told my husband in the last eight months, I don't like him right now. And he said it in good faith because I feel like it's part of the communication. Right now, you're not my favorite person. I, I don't use mean words, but I say it as it is. I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't want to have this conversation right now. I don't like you right now. You know, things like that. Initially, I expect, wait, as we get into it, you know, when you're in the wake up, you know, the oldest Korean movie, you see love in the guy's edge, covering the dirt. It's not true. It's not sustainable. But waking up every day and choosing to love the person, 
and the person not making you regret it is very very important yeah. and i feel like that was one of the things i asked for when we recording i'm like i i'm a vulnerable lover so people are because they've been hurt so many times they hold things to their chest i'm not that girl we have the conversation the next minute you will not believe that i was the person that was unhappy about something what However, it's like you just don't want to talk. There are days you are just exhausted. There are days everybody is busy, you know. Uh-huh. So that's why I think setting a structure for your marriage helps. If there is a structure, it's easier to say, okay, even days that we're busy, we have to check in. We have to text. We have to call. Even when you need to do stuff and if, if you're stepping out of the office, drop me a message and say, I'm going out. Because that's how the set, the devil begins to build cracks in people's mind. Yeah. Somebody will say, ah, I see you have bad salt yet. I heard it, but my love never was going anywhere. But if someone says, don't have the pastor's all that, that's like, oh, it's like suddenly. So the accountability, the structure that aids love, even when you are not in love on some days, you're not feeling well on some days, you're just not. You know, as women, well, sometimes you're just in your feelings. The tiny mm-hmm. just like, I'm really emotional, so I can cry. You know, of course, not all the time, but sometimes you just want to cry. It makes you feel better. I'm just now confused because then, you know, they discuss it, they have more on. But then you can feel this discussion today, so I don't know why I will feel this way. I don't know why I can't cry or cry. But I think that expectation, I had it. I just tried to manage it. And it was easy because for every scenario I tried to paint to my husband to say, oh, if I come back from work, I expect that we're going to the kitchen together to do the dishes and clean it. But I was honest quick to say, I might be exhausted. I may not be able to do that for you, but we can get some more to do it. So it is, that is why I say, oh, babe, I expect that we go everywhere together or something you would say. There might be days I might come home late because I'm in meetings. I would not leave you stranded. I will communicate with you. But I want to manage your expectations. So when we got married and there were days, there were meetings that can run late or you would have to make trips. And I feel like I would rather have you here now. Because he had also, he didn't lie. He didn't sugarcoat anything to me. He told me as it was, even during courtship, how it could be at certain times. Was, because he, my husband traveled the week after we got married. Not the week of our marriage. Oh, wow. And oh my God. He came back. He came back and Baba traveled. But we came back and my husband traveled. So I had moved into this house by myself. And this man had to travel. And it was an important international trip that we had prayed for. I always tease him that as I came into his life, Doors were opening. I'm his key. So it was an important trip that I was happy that I got to go to. But then I was in his house, our house, alone. So I could not run home. I remember telling somebody that I almost locked the door and went home because my parents are in Abuja. So I almost said, well, oh, I know. Go, back. go back with your wife. Yeah, I just needed here because I understood that we're living and we're cleaving and it might be hard. But some people be shocked he's almost immediate and it was going for about a week or less. So I was saying new ride in this house, just cooking for myself. Luckily I had an exam, so I was able to focus all my energy on that. 
but that's to just say that because we discussed it, I wasn't throwing tantrums or calling me tears in my eyes or making things hard for him. We just discussed how we communicate when you get there, you know, how do we do this, how do we do that. But when he came back, we continued from where we stopped. You know what I mean? So for younger people might be what house, but not know what you mean. Because I yeah, because yeah. I find shit. Yeah. Ah, you don't know what I mean. Wow. Yeah. What are you all my family secrets? <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. And is it hard? Is it hard manage that? You know, in a management. You and the person that are fighting for the same cause, you can be teammates in different countries. You can be teammates in different continents. But if you feel like you're on the same team with this person, right. it's everything easy. I always say that it's not about the in love. The way you feel in courtship is not sustainable. Let's not even that. Let's not. I fourth the third months. You are not even feeling that. Yeah. Because by the time we have to wake up our thing in the house, we're already looking at the guy that why this socks here. All of that. Mm. Yeah, this girl. So it's not sustainable, but a structure that allows love to thrive. Constant checking in. Like, I don't feel love. I don't feel like I felt when we were courting. I don't feel like you have my time as much. Like, I'm very open to. Sometimes I just ask, like, how do you feel? What can I do better? Like what's going on? You know, what do you think I used to do that I'm not doing? And we just have that one hour, two hour conversation that just realigns because it's always a it's always a gradual drift. Before you embrace, you are strangers. You are friends with other people outside more than your partner. So yes, and my teacher sure. went there, but we discussed them. So and when we feel like expectation is not matching reality, we call ourselves back to be like, listen they up. And then it's easier to, it's easier to just be alive. I'm talking in notes. If I hear you, so I always thought I, I know, I'm good. Okay, I hear you. Well, it's okay to have expectations. It's just that you'll have to communicate and um, just kind of guard expectations so that you don't go overboard. Mr. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, you don't True. I, I know what you want. I want to tell everyone. You are not married to one man. They are not even like that. Let's be honest. And the normal is made by potential. That's true, then. Yeah. Some sort yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, before you go, I just want to yeah. say something quickly about this. Um, and this is me. So, I don't lose my train of thoughts. And just to um, add to what Treasure said about expectations. For me, it was, uh, I got married and in my head, so this is the thing. They actually also come from family, family upbringing as well. So in my head and what I've heard from other couples as well. And like, ah, see, when it comes to marriage, always give him husband. And sure, whether he was one night, just give it to him. Men and both by blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, in my head, this man, Good to be 24 7. Get mm. now, I'm like, okay, so I got married, and we so we had to stay back. My parents, um, 
place for a while, like two weeks. Yeah, because that's when we got married. So Paul moved back to Abuja. And then, I'm like, okay, this is the, the wedding night. Okay, you're waiting for that. And I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Yes, tomorrow night. It's tomorrow night. And our guy is sleeping. I'm like, guy, you talk. I thought it's every day. And then the next day, and then he's like, his, his mind is somewhere else. And then I'm like, I'm waiting. So this is it now. I'm waiting because I feel like men should initiate it. It might just be like, babe, yes. and then that's, you okay, babe, this time I should be the one like, you guys, enough now. Let me rest more. You know, that kind of thing. And I like, do this. And I like, it's just what this is. And I'm like, oh, God, I beg is there something wrong? I had to ask, like, is there something wrong? Like, I don't understand. Is it that I might not fight it, you know, but it was, I feel like, right. you know, you know, but then there was so much to do. Think about how to move back, how to move things. You know, all those things kind of hit me on like, So this is not how the only one used to be. Do you get that? Mm. So that one really hit me first of all. Okay, I had to like, okay, then that just, this is not what I bargained for. So I got to, and like you said, talking about it. So I'm the kind of person that gives the silent. So uh, I'll stop there though. This is bad number, please. <laughs> well done. Silent treatment giver. <laughs> trying. I'm trying. Can you try? See me now. Okay. I believe it. I believe it. Okay, so we all had expectations. And um I also had my own expectations. So I read a lot of books as well. And I had this mindset of ah, when we get married, it's all going to be cozy. Like it's just going to be very easy. We'll just get into it, you know and we'll be flying from one place to another, you know, having candles, dinners, and all of that, just living our beautiful and blessed life. Like nothing, you know, and um, it happened. Of course, we woke up to the reality of things. Yeah, so I had a most wonderful honeymoon, even though I, yeah, I did. Actually, I did, and um, he promised me that we'll have because with that one we had, he said it wasn't up to standard because he didn't really have money. Oh, so, that's what So I'm looking forward to that one. You know, um, I know it's been a very beautiful one. You know, so expectations. I I I am someone that loves my things done in a certain kind of way. I love my house looking a certain kind of way. I love my clothes arranged a certain kind of way. And um, we had conversations. And trust me, my husband was much better when we got married because when I met him, he was just like, you know, regular guy, how guys are most of the time. Um, his things were just, just everywhere, you know. And I tried to make him a bit more organized, not like he was scattered, but I think it was about me. And getting married, I realized that at some point I had to just calm down because if I hadn't calmed down, I would have been, I wasn't nagging, but you could just see it on my face. That guy, this thing, you know, just balance. Like, come on, we've talked about this. And the one thing with him is my husband is very teachable and he's quick to apologize, like very, very quick, five, six, seven, eight years into the marriage I'll, I'll be the one to offend him and you'll be the one asking for forgiveness like apologize I'm like guy 
boss up now are you the one apologizing i should be the one apologizing he would come and say just one piece to write what is it okay let's talk about it there, there, there's this particular one that i love to i love to trash issues as i believe every woman loves to do am i the only one okay i love to trash issues okay so okay <laughs> so i needed to be sure because i feel i feel like something happens we should go down to the roots of it like we should suck it over the nitty-gritty talk everything say it analyze it and all of that but my husband is someone that would just oh wow I'm so sorry i'm so sorry uh i'm so sorry wow he, ca- he could even kneel down and really tender an apology to me and he just expects everything to be all right after that he's funny and i'm like and i'm like no <laughs> he wants to discuss making <laughs> and guy is already you know wanting to cuddle and him and i'm like guy calm down sis eh we never we have not discussed this thing he's like what we have talked about it and i said that's not how to talk about things <laughs> you know? i think we should create one on men <laughs> and she did not understand and he was like but we talked about it i said i'm sorry and you said it was okay you said you have forgiven me i'm like yes i forgive you what let's talk about it talk so what are we talking about it's okay see what we have i said no we have not talked about it but he gets it now yeah. you know i had to teach him how to do these things and now that's the point marry someone that is teachable marry someone that would allow you to talk freely with them someone that would allow you to vent when you need to vent but in our venting can we be more respectful can we not talk down can we not be derogatory can we just say things as they are not attacking the person per se attacking the issues so that's that's what helps me and you know that for me was like okay it's not it's not bad we can actually talk about these things and find a solution to it and when someone is teachable they will always want to know and it keeps getting better so um expectations about sex now that one okay so hold on let's leave number three yeah that one is for that till end you want to disclose that one very well that's my favorite part so um, talking about i know that's your favorite part that's why that's why i told you treasure you know you know i said the treasure at the beginning treasure treasure wait now you know i told you at the beginning that this one she's calling me senior there are certain things that she's more senior than i am so you you'll get to know don't worry oh my god please yeah uh, going forward let's talk about we're talking about um constant discussion and i know i mentioned that i give the silent treatment because um like we were talking about environment background we're two different people coming together so the different responses to different scenarios and for me once 
I'm offended. The first thing is because I try not to want to say things that I would regret saying much later. I first of all just go on lockdown. I just shut down. And but I think that first of all is to speak my husband out like that. You know no talk when you're offended. I'm like, guy, why don't you know that I'm angry? Especially because you are the only human being here. Me and you. Who else would make me angry? You know, that kind of thing. But it's it's like like you said, communication. So how do you communicate when you're there's a disagreement, it's conflict? Um and what do you what do you suggest is the best um, approach to conflict? Especially when it's just beginning or at any stage actually. Mrs. Bladero go first, then Trinity go next. Oh okay. So um so uh, <laughs> okay. So, like I always say, understand your partner, understand your spouse. It starts from there. You know what triggers your spouse. You know, by by the time you're married, you should already know when your spouse is angry. You should know when your spouse is sad because you went through a courtship period. That's what you should have been learning before marriage, right? And you, you, you have already... Um, done like some form of tests try and try and error around all of that and you should probably know the best way right now to get him or her out of that mood right okay so men and women are different and we respond to conflict in different ways for a man a man might just walk out that pisses women up but I to realize that is actually the best. It is. I'm certain you do not want to miss out on the rest of this interesting conversation. Do look out for part two. I would love to know your thoughts on happily ever after. Is the honeymoon phase sustainable? And how are you able to manage expectations in marriage? And if you're not married or just looking to get married, you do have expectations for marriage what are those expectations please leave us a comment so you can get involved in the discussion on our social media handle your core wife podcast on instagram and facebook for questions and feature stories please send an email at yourcowifepod at gmail.com finally subscribe to our weekly newsletter where we hang out and share encouragement on god's work weekly Please don't forget to subscribe and follow on the social media handles. See you in the next episode. God bless you.